morning. Good Friday here at Victory 91.5 on Monday morning, and hopefully you've heard us talking about it, and you're praying with your family and your business about how you can partner with us financially. Victory mm-hmm. Partner Days begins Monday morning, and all through this week we've been talking about where are you going to get this? Where are you going to get Ray's teaching on Passover? Where are you going to get Ray's teaching on the Feast of First Fruits? Where are you going to get a husband and wife sharing vulnerable vulnerably and where are you going to get this music so mm-hmm. if if you're stepping into a gift of victory maybe if you're for the first time just think about the things that that are of value to you yeah. as you step into that that as, as we were just calling it um a journey yes. a, a journey of generosity Pastor Don is here. Pastor Don Allen, Church at War Hill. Services, what times this weekend? Starting tonight, fi- uh, excuse me, not Friday. That's today, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Already. Uh, sorry. Life of a pastor on yeah. Easter week. Uh, <laughs> 7 o'clock tonight, 7 o'clock tomorrow night, 8.30, no, 8.15, 9.30, and 11. Wow, messing up this morning. 8.15, 9.30, and 11 on Sunday. Okay. I'm thinking... The reason I stuttered there was I'm thinking you, you should probably, if you're coming to be with us, be in the 8.15 or 9.30. Last year, the, the, the road was shut down for three miles. Mm. And mm. so, it just, you know, we're so excited, but mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be a great, great day. Just go to warhill.com and just click on Easter at Warhill. And it will tell you all of the details. There's even a countdown clock, <laughs> which, I, which I, I, I like. Ray is in teaching the Feast of First Fruits. It's part three. So it's actually a good Sunday for the whole wake up, sunshine, mm-hmm. uh, sunrise kind of a service, mm-hmm. right? Wake up early. <laughs> well, we're, that's what we're doing right now. We're looking at that moment 2,000 years ago on the Feast of First Fruits when Jesus, for the first time, took a, a, you know, how many millions of dead saints rose with it? We don't even know the number, <laughs> but they're about to walk into Jerusalem for most of them for the first time. Uh, Matthew 27, just a reminder, here's the verse. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people, and it says saints there, who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. Wow. To me, that is like the biggest understatement of any verse in the entire life. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, wait, wait, wait. You can't wait. just skim over that. <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, that had to be, uh, wow. So so the, the verse says the saints were appearing to people, but a few little details they leave out here. How did they recognize Moses and the rest of them? How did they know they were saints? It leaves out these little pieces, but if you go back into the grave, you realize what they've been doing for three days. They've all been preaching together. They've been, they just met Jesus. They, this one that they preached about, they prophesied. They've been cut in two. They've been all kind of suffering, and they finally meet him. Can you imagine? I'm guessing they had no ability to stop that sermon. I'm guessing that they were overflowing with, I mean, imagine Isaiah or Daniel after all those years and then going, oh, it's you. Imagine just the redemption of all these saints from from Hades, from the, the bosom of Abraham. And so now they step out, they meet Jesus, and they're ready to go. So the grave opens, and suddenly 
it's the Feast of First Fruits. There are thousands of priests in the fields. They're waving their little sheaves of barley. But for the first time, there are millions of resurrected dead people, and they're just waving back. That's my kind of vision. So are you going all Walking Dead on this Easter <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> you know, my favorite way to describe that, and I know it's going to sound a little odd, but this is my favorite way to describe it. Imagine people have this this idea that Easter was quiet and, and pretty, but no, there are no. dead people everywhere. And, and this is the way I picture it. This woman shows up at the door. She knocks on the door. Her son-in-law opens the door and she goes, I've been dead three months and you kill the son of God? I had to come back, you know? <laughs> I'm guessing any knock at the door, you're just going to run and hide on this morning. Because, I mean, you had just crucified Jesus. Yeah. You know, all the descendants, these are all priests, and the guy who invented waving the barley is now standing behind them. I mean, there are so many clever, funny ways you could look at it, but I, I just have a feeling that they were absolutely terrified to see Moses and Joshua suddenly walking along with Jesus mm. through the streets of Jerusalem after they just crucified him. That's a little scary. Mm -hmm. This is not the moment you want to see Jesus if you're one of those that cr cried out, crucify, crucify, because he's back. The earthquake, the rocks, the graves, it's an odd morning, but there's a lot of people out. It's the Feast of First Fruits. Jesus didn't intend this to be a private affair. It's a very big affair. So as Joshua is preaching, as Jesus is preaching, as Moses, they're just having a conversation. And they're walking through the streets of Jerusalem. So we know he stays uh, in the cemetery long enough to tell Mary, don't touch me. I haven't gone to my father yet. Mm. Because he has to present the first fruits wave offering. But he waits mm. because they're not the only first fruits. Mary and the disciple are also first fruits. And he wants them to know he'll be right back. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't leave them out. He doesn't leave the church out. He's just taking those that have died before, but he's getting the next ones ready. First uh, Corinthians 15, but Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. See, as he is this, we talked about king priest, all the dead people are his wave offering that he's taken into the field to present to his father. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to bring them right into heaven. So picture Exodus 12, as the host of the Lord leave Egypt for the promised land, you've got millions of people coming out. Here's what it said. It said, it came to pass at the end of the 430 years on the very same day, it came to pass that all the armies of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. So now this host is leaving Hades mm -hmm. and instead of a promised land, he's taking them to heaven. He's fulfilling things that have been waiting for thousands of years. So. My, my point is this, whatever your picture of Resurrection Day is, you're underselling it. Mm -hmm. Whatever you're imagining it to be, you're underimagining it. So don't just think Jesus rising. Think of Jesus leading all the saints out of Hades. It's not one grave opening, it's a million graves opening. It's not one stone rolling away, it's an earthquake. Mm. It, it is walking dead meets the exodus, except the resurrected saints. We're not scary here. This is glorified, but if you just kill Jesus, glorified is scary. Mm -hmm. So the Egyptians gave the, the, the slaves anything they wanted to get them to leave. So imagine how the Jews were who crucified Jesus felt. Everyone is glorified with one agenda, revealing Jesus. And that's what Passover is really about. It's the first part of a celebration. It's the birthday of every saint who ever lived.
Now, I was saved the second Friday of August 1979, but my spiritual birthday is tomorrow because wow. that's the Feast of First Fruits. So that's your birthday. Every saint, we are risen with Christ. We're not, we're not born again until, you know, we may do it on different days, mm -hmm. but this is the day. Mm. This is the day that we are born again. And that's why Passover is the one meal you, you can't neglect. It's the feast he wants to eat with you so he can brag on you and say, this is his body. This is his blood. This is his bitter suffering. This is the cup he chose to drink for all of us. And I'm going to drink and remember it. So that Passover time, when we come to that, it's never about what someone did back then in Egypt or what happened in the Garden of Eden. Or It's not a history story. It's recognizing that the story's about you mm. and that Jesus has come for you and he's redeemed you. You see, mm. there's just one person and they needed a Savior, and it's you. And so the Savior comes, and this is your story. And that's the only thing in the end that's really relevant. Mm. Wow. All that, all that popping you hear, people's minds just like, whoa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's really powerful. This is the teaching from Ray on the first uh, Feast of First Fruits, and it's available at the Risenstein Facebook page and also at the blog, blog.victory915.com. And, of course, after the show, you'll be able to get this on the podcast. I mean, I just got the, the visual as I'm soaking in these words and, and what Jesus's resurrection means for me mm -hmm. that he literally reached extended his arm like pastor don mentioned and said come with me i'm the one you've always wanted i'm the savior i'm the shepherd i'm the lion i'm the lamb mm. beautiful picture pulling me out of the grave mm. yes wow is there part four Yep, one more piece. Okay. All right, stay <laughs> okay. tuned.